I'm Kerry Rowett, and this is the Align and Attract podcast, helping you to create your version of an aligned business. Let's dive into today's episode. What makes a great launch? Well, the truth is that, of course, you get to decide that and you get to define what success looks like for you. And that's not just in terms of outcomes. And when we're thinking about alignment and we're thinking about an aligned business, sometimes we can discover that we are actually defining our own success by somebody else's metrics. And then when we really look at it more closely and become more conscious about deciding and defining what success is for us, we can feel a lot more successful and a lot more dedicated and excited about our own pathway rather than assuming that if this or that happens, that maybe we're not on the right path or we've done something wrong. So you may have seen, I actually have a new product out at the moment. It's called the Launch Success Kit, which you can find on my site at alignandattract.com. Look under work with me and you'll find Launch Success Kit. And it's a really low priced product. It's under $100 and it helps you to really focus on the mental and emotional side of launching. And that's important if you decide as we go through this process that a part of what makes a great launch for you is feeling good whilst you are launching and using a launch as an actual growth experience rather than it just being something that creates a whole lot of stress and anxiety and even burnout or other, you know, less desirable symptoms or outcomes. So it is your decision as to what makes a great launch, but let's look at four different areas that you could choose if you wanted to, to help you define whether a launch that you might do is a success in your own eyes. So number one, committing to doing it. And I say that because so often people will put off launching or they might want to, but it really feels too difficult, too overwhelming, and they're worried they're going to fail. So they put it in the too hard basket and they don't just go ahead and launching launch that thing. So here we go. (laughs) Step one, if you actually do commit to launching something and create a plan around doing that, and that can be as detailed or as brief (laughs) as you would like it to be, because of course it's your business and it is your choice. We all have different capacities, and different skill sets. We all have different understanding at this particular point in time. So from where you're at right now, committing to doing a launch, 
or another launch and actually creating a plan around that launch, you could define that as a part of your success because something that if it's not the first time for you this time, at one point it was the first time. It's something you hadn't done before and it can be a daunting process. So why not acknowledge that and see yourself as a success once you have ticked that box? If you haven't committed to launching something new at this point in time, you could consider doing that now. Look at your calendar and look ahead. It can be several months into the future or longer if you want to, and then choose a date and decide I'm going to launch whatever it is, either something that you have already created, something that you are yet to finish so that's partially created. Maybe this could be the impetus you need to actually get this thing done. So you can tick box number one of having a great launch, committing to actually doing the launch. (laughs) Or, you know, it could be something you've launched before and you make the decision to launch again. And so choosing a date if you haven't already could be a really... Uh, you know, impactful part of that plan if accountability helps you to get things done. And if accountability to yourself is not enough, well, of course, you could send me a message on Instagram if you would like at Kerry Rowett or message a business buddy or somebody else who is going to get excited for you and is going to give you some encouragement to start now working towards that launch. Number two, what makes a great launch? how you actually feel during the launch. And that does not mean that you need to feel amazing all the time to decide that it was a great launch. But for anyone who has done a number of launches in their time, including me, you'll know that you can have a launch that maybe was better on the numbers side, but was really stressful or involved a lot of late nights or you just were working all the time, I'm actually thinking of a couple of launches at the moment that, you know, they were a success. And there's no judgment here. Like for me, when I'm looking back at these couple of launches that I'm thinking of, should have I done things differently? Well, maybe. However, that's where I was at at the time. And if I could have done things differently, I would have. And sometimes we don't realize that things are going to get out of hand or that, um, you know, certain things are going to go wrong and they're going to take more of our time. But the more tools that we have at our disposal that we actually, you know, can use to get ourselves back on track and get ourselves feeling good, get ourselves staying objective and clear I think that's incredibly useful. And that was a big part of why I created the launch success kit, because I just see people go through this and they will just have these really high stress periods of time, might even go into feeling really bad about themselves or, you know, into these behaviors, which can lead to feelings of burnout. And that's you know, that can just be, I'm working too hard, but that can be, I'm working too hard because I'm scared or because I don't feel good enough. And, you know, there can be those underlying drivers that we can do something about. We can shift and the launch success kit will hundred percent help you to do that. The different tools in there can help you to shift that 
And then you can come back into this more neutral space where you can be objective, be clear, make decisions, take more action and move forwards. So how you feel during your launch could be a part of what you decide makes a great launch for you. And I think increasingly for me, that is really important. So we all are at different seasons in our life. And I have done an episode on the podcast about this. If you haven't listened, it is episode 18. So you can find it at alignandattract.com slash blog slash 18. Or if you're on your podcast app, of course, you can just scroll to episode 18. It's been a very popular episode. And I talk about aligning to the season of life that you're actually in. So for me, I'm in a season of life where I have very little children, four and almost two, and I work two short days a week and that's it. I don't want to be working a lot at nighttime. Occasionally I I will be answering emails. I mean, you may have received an email from me at night. Sometimes you do just what you need to do. However, my work time is very tight and I still do work with you know, a good number of one-on-one clients as well. So for me, like that's a choice. I don't have to do that, but because I've made that choice, I also understand that like I'm not willing to put a whole bunch of pressure on myself or indeed to have the expectation on myself that I will have a launch of the size that maybe once upon a time I would have had when I was working five days a week and more, you know, working like quite extended hours. It's just, it's, you know, I know that there are people who can do that. However, that has not yet been my particular reality and it's just being okay with that. You know what I mean? So the feeling good during the launch, even if the launch is a little bit smaller in the, the size at the end, that's personally something I find to be important. We are all different. That does not mean that needs to be the truth for you even if you do have young children, as I say, we all have different priorities. So number three, something else you might decide that makes a great launch for you, or you might consider in terms of your launch is how you actually show up. So if you think about all of the different channels that you show up on in your business, so whether that is in, for example, podcast, or that is on your social media or in certain groups you might communicate in on your, with your mailing list and so on. A part of that success of your launch or you know, it being a great launch might be, I really showed up. People were definitely able to know that my product is out there. They were able to learn about it and experience it. If you've decided to run ads or you're running ads, you know, those have been able to really target and retarget people so that they uh, don't forget about your product, (laughs) you know, that they can engage with it and hopefully make a purchase. But so I guess ads can, of course, help you with that showing up ability. So you can really look at that. How do I feel about the way I have shown up within my capacity because I think we can really feel when we are showing up at our best and we're showing up with our beautiful, vibrant, 
abundant, you know, spacious kind of energy. And when we're throwing, showing up out of lack or fear, or when we're not even showing up at all because we go into fear or doubt or worry, and then we just hide away and just, you know, don't really engage or show up at all. So that can be a part of that for you. Number four, what makes a great launch? Of course, you can look at specific outcomes because that is a part of it because there is no denying it. If you've committed to doing your launch, you have felt great during it, you've shown up fully and you don't get any sales, like you're not going to go away and be like, that was a great launch. You know, like I'm certainly not going to say that. Outcomes are a part of the picture. You're not working for free. (laughs) And um, so uh, And then also when we look at those outcomes, we can make sure we're drawing the right kinds of conclusions or that we're doing some analysis of what those outcomes actually mean. So we can sometimes, and I've seen clients do this over the years and people in groups that I'm in and so on, we can draw the conclusion that a launch has been a failure but actually, if we look at the numbers of people who have seen our sales page, so and then you look at a percentage of people who have bought, you'd probably know like only, what is it, like 1% to 5% of people are probably going to buy. The percentages can be higher. And um, again, with your mailing list, 1% to maybe 5% of people are going to buy. Like Those are sort of industry standards. And look, you can have... Much higher percentages, especially if the people in your mailing list, which I used to find years ago, like if everyone's pretty much a client, then the percentages tend to be a lot higher. But it's, you know, there can be those numbers that hold pretty true. And so you could be making your launch success or failure mean something that it really doesn't mean. It's actually just a numbers situation or it could be a messaging situation where it's like maybe it actually wasn't really clear to your audience what your product was or why they would actually want to buy it, like what was actually really in it for them. And that is a real process and really understanding your audience in order to be able to communicate that beautifully. And I think Launching can be such a wonderful tool because by launching, you have an opportunity to receive that real world feedback. And if we stay in that thinking and learning and, you know, that kind of zone, especially when it comes to something new, which might be, you know, creating some kind of product or a new product or a different type of product that you haven't created before, the tendency can be to stay in that zone and not just to go ahead and launch the thing (laughs) and let yourself get that real world feedback, which you can then learn from and you can turn into a growth experience for yourself. If you're feeling like, you know, I really don't know how to launch, it's not something that I teach and I have launched in various different ways myself and often pretty intuitively, but even though, you know, I have followed some more standard practices, but overall it tends to be a little bit more intuitive for me. I'm not suggesting that's what everyone else should do, by the way. Um, and so there's a, you can ha- 
actually have a bit of a look on your podcast app. If you do a search for how to launch, I found that quite a number of podcasts come up. Three people I'd recommend you have a look at if you're not quite sure about the steps of launching and you want to learn more. Tash Corbin, Steph Taylor at Socialette, and Tina Tower. They are people who all talk a little bit more about how the how-to of launching. So definitely dive into those if you would like to learn more about that. And if you do have an idea of how to launch or, a, you know, you have some strategy um, or even you've listened to a few podcasts, you're like, yep, I'm going to give it a go. I recommend the launch success kit because it's a funny thing with launching. Sometimes before you launch, you just think, do you know what? I feel fine about it. This product is great. Like it's genuinely a really good product. I know that people need it and I really don't have a problem with launching, you know? And then you start and then if you're not getting the number of sales that you expected or something happens or there's a technology fail, it all just starts to come out of the woodwork. Like all the fears, all the doubts, all the worries, the sinking pit in your stomach, like, oh my gosh, am I really not going to get any more sales? Like what's happening? Whatever it is. So it's, again, it's why I created the Launch Success Kit. I've seen it happen time and time again. And I think it's really important to have those tools you can use in the moment. And a lot of the tools there 10 to 20 minutes. So for example, there is a video release fears and doubts with EFT, another EFT video, which is around addressing mid-launch freakouts. There is a launch success affirmations audio, which you can listen to every day to get yourself in a really high vibe energy space. There is also like an abundance activation um, Reiki video and a success activation Reiki video. So all like together, there's nine different tools and they all work together to help you to get started on your launch, to think ahead to your launch, to plan for your launch in a mindset sense. And then during your launch to either uplift your vibration or to deal with the stresses that come up during your launch. So you can find it, as I said, at alignattract.com and it's slash launch dash success dash kit. But if you go to the website or in the show notes, you'll find the link. Thanks so much for being here and I will see you next time. I hope you feel inspired to go ahead and define what makes a great launch for you and to feel empowered to go ahead and dive into your next launch or perhaps even to launch for the very first time. You can find all of the show notes for this episode at alignandattract.com slash blog slash 29. If you are enjoying the podcast, please do consider leaving a review on your podcast app. And I'd love it if you could share the podcast with a friend. Thanks again for being here. See you soon.